to episode number 143 Harry Hog Football the original Redskins fans podcast and yeah. dude I only got one thing to say What's that? you guys know who we beat who we beat who we beat do the brown do the brown do the brown Doo doo Browns. Doo doo Browns. Okay. Doo doo Browns. Someone was on our site from uh, across the pond saying, I don't get the doo doo Brown reference. Yeah, I forget exactly what he had, what, what he put on there, but he, he was like, So what is this whole doo thing? And I think uh, Logan, one of our, one of our uh, pretty long time listeners now and contributors on the uh, in the chat, the website there, mm-hmm. um, was. Said, I think he said something to the effect of, well, "That's how the Browns played." And then I went on there and I said, uh, "Look what, up like the doo-doo? song, like doo-doo. <laughs> and I said, "Look up the song, but uh, don't play it at work because uh, I think we just we played the eight seconds that are that are, <laughs> that are family friendly." <laughs> the whole don't play it if you have small children around either, or or old people. Definitely not around old people. <laughs> Oh, Good man. old Uncle Luke. Anyway, welcome to the episode, Harry Hog Football. After a victory in the nation's capital, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty, but I'll take it. Yep, five yep. and two is a lot better than four and three at this point, especially because we are ahead of Dallas. That's right. Dude, there were some things in that game that were pretty, like uh, Clinton Portis' 175 yards. Santana Moss' spin moves. Even though that dude got in the way of the camera on the TV. I know, and it always happens. They always put a camera there, and there's like one guy's arm at that same spot. Dude, I think it was Tom. It might have been Tom, Tom dude. Dude, Tom. Seriously. Come on. You got, Tom. We know Papa. you. Come on, Papa. Come on, Papa. Speaking of Shannon Sharp, after that um, debacle, snafu of a game between Dallas and St. Louis, uh, Shannon Sharp was on there, and they're like the other dudes were like, "Well, Dallas didn't have Romo today," and then Shannon Sharp was like, "Come on now, how's Romo gonna <laughs> stop Stephen Jackson?" <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. 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 I love it. And it was funny because this Cowboys fan at work last week, like on Monday, uh, the day before they um, got beat by the Doo-Doo Browns, um, <laughs> he said, I went in there and he was like, come on, dude, the Rams? Like about the Redskins getting beat? And so, of course, yesterday I went in there and I was like, come on, dude, getting spanked by the Rams? 
Oh my. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the beauty Rams of that might turn out to be the uh, the sleeper uh, team of the of the year. You never know. They might be. Could be. And the Cowboys might just turn out to be the crappiest team of the year. Well, all I have to say is that uh, every single person out there who was like the Cowboys are the team to beat. And, you know, on paper, they are a pretty good team and everything, but, uh... Scoreboard. Um, yeah, scoreboard. And I gotta say, I was out early on Sunday doing some shopping at the Home Depot, places of that nature. Um, <laughs> there were a lot of Cowboys fans out and about, but since Sunday evening, I, I haven't seen any Cowboys fans around. Have you guys been seeing Cowboys fans? Like, the flags on the cars seem to have disappeared... The hats, the shiny new hats, seem to uh, be sitting in people's closets. Nope. Nope. I haven't seen them. Actually, actually, I went to my son's school, and there was some kid in there with a T.O. jersey on, and I about had a cow and pulled him out of school, man. (laughs) Josh was nearly arrested for beating the child. No, dude, I was like, how could they let somebody come to school wearing that? There should be a policy against wearing cowboys stuff. School. Oh, dude! Guess what I found out What's last that? weekend when um, my little one and a half year old went over to her um, cousin's house. My uh, sister in law um, tried to uh, get her to say "Go Dallas." What? Mm-hmm. So I've since banned her from going over to that house, and I was completely serious about it. And now they're like mad at me because I said that the kid can't go over there because they did that. And I was like, "Sorry, I don't want a bad." I was like, "Sorry, I don't want a bad influence on my child." That's right. I don't want her aligning herself with criminals and um, thugs. So exactly. I was like, "Sorry, well, there you lost the babysitter." <laughs> Unless she comes over here. I was like, I'd rather hold her screaming and crying during the whole entire game. Oh, my. Didn't have that happen. <laughs> nice. Well, at least they didn't try to, like, put her in a in a T.O. jersey or something like that. I have to admit, though, my niece tried to uh, mess with her mom by uh, trying to put my, uh, or our, Dallas Sucks flag up on their flagpole. <laughs> she was like, Mom, can I put up this flag of Aaron's? And she was like, What does it say? What does it say? <laughs> it says Dallas sucks. You can't put that up here. <laughs> Solid. Mm. Alright, dude, let's move on to the uh let's move on to the game. We'll talk about Dallas a little bit later. Okay. Alright, cool. All right. Cool. Alright. Uh well the uh, game. The against game. the Duty Browns. Oh, did I miss my cue? <laughs> Dude, one of our listeners like wrote me in and was like, Why are you always like ten seconds late on your cues? And I'm like, um, I don't know. <laughs> I just am. <laughs> so we do that so that to see if people are listening, see if they'll write in and say, uh, you suck. It's completely natural. The same yeah. way that Brad Johnson was like 10 seconds late on all of his throws. Like. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? Anyway, you better than Brad Johnson? Um, no. Yeah. Uh, well, kind of. Yeah, yeah. All Fair I know enough. is one thing. It looked like they suited me up and put me in as punter this week. <laughs> what was up with that? 
said, uh, I was reading on, on the website, uh, I think it was on redskins.com, talking about Plackemeyer. And <laughs> they're like, he came out with number one, and all the guys on the Redskins were like, dude, you need to put like a 70 or a 90 in front of that, man, and get on the O line or the D line. <laughs> Dude, I said the same thing. I was like, I was like, man, he must have come in this week, and uh, and he was like, uh, need a jersey, and they're like looking through all like the punter number or the kicker number jerseys and stuff that they've got, and uh, and and they're all like for these little guys. So they're like, uh, it's gonna be a salami wrapper, so you might want to stretch it out a little bit. No, they're like, <laughs> you might as well just take the uh, number one jersey that we hand out to all the new rookies that we sign for them to hold up in front of the camera. And we'll just slap your name on the back. Cause it's we'll sew your name back. on the yeah. We'll sew your name on the back of that number one jersey that we we uh, had for Chris Samuels when he came on. Dude, so how do you guys think that Plackmeyer did besides barely fitting into his uniform? Well, I think he got a lot of work in. You can say that again. Dude, he, had a, <laughs> he had a jelly roll for sure. I think he weighs like two hundred fifty pounds. Dude, he didn't have, I mean, his punts weren't that pretty, and they weren't that long, but a couple of them were effective, and actually... Yeah, he, he's apparently a, a has become a coffin corner specialist, a uh, pooch punt type of guy, and uh, he certainly came through with that a couple of times, and he didn't have any, like, 22-yard shanks or anything like that. No? He just no. didn't really kick it that far. Like, I think the furthest he kicked it in the air was, like, 50 yards. Yeah. And Which, that's not from the line of scrimmage. I'm talking about from foot to ground. Yeah. So um, let's see. What was his average in this game? He uh, he had eight punts. He averaged thirty-seven point three, uh, but only one touchback and two inside the twenty. Yeah. It's you know. It, uh, we'll could have been worse. Could have been much much worse. Yeah. Um, I went back and looked at the replay of of Sean Sweezum's missed field goal where Plackemeyer went down for the hold there. And it looked like maybe the snap was a little bit high, but I don't think you can blame that on Plackemeyer or on, on the red snapper. I think that was all squeezing. Yeah, that's what Tom was saying. I mean, he just looked like he wasn't even – well, first, he, he's starting to look like um, um, John Hall, who looked like that dude on the replacements. It looked you know, like he's like smoking a cigarette and drinking beers on the sidelines the whole game. And he's like, oh, man, i got to get up and kick. Oh, crap. Dude, he just kind of has that that sick, um, that slightly a little, dude, a little bit high. Maybe Sweezum was just a little bit high. Sweezum, you know, he, he kind of has that 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 pale white guy, kind of slightly sick, maybe a little bit nauseous look to him now. Every time he goes out to kick, dude, Sweezum didn't even like get the ball in the end zone on that kickoff where he had a, they had a five yard penalty and kick from the yeah 35. man that and and on the first drive of the game, the Redskins had a chance. For a 53, maybe a 54-yard field goal, and instead he decided to punt. Um, Zorn decided to punt it there. Zorn. Oh. Zorn. I know he kind of sounds like an alien fart. I just realized that. I didn't. Oh, Zorn. Zorn's kind of got an alien sound of name. Dude, I didn't agree with that punt. By the way, I said they should have went either. for it if they're not going to kick the field goal. You thought they should have went for it, and I thought they should have yeah, gone dude. for the field goal. And if Sweezum can't hit a fifty-yard, fifty-three-yard field goal, where the hell is his competition? Cut him, dude! Seriously, or well, can't dude, cut him. Some... But I mean, there should be people. Coming. We should be bringing kickers in who can kick the ball. If he can't kick fifty-three yards, he needs to have competition. Dude, there were some huge kicks uh, in other games this uh, this weekend. I think what's his name, uh, Chanikowski, kicked a fifty-seven yarder this weekend. 
Yeah, but he's off. He's like one for four on fifty plus yarders, though. I looked that up. They let they he can boom it a ton, but he can't kick it straight. You know who we need Dude, to get? You know, he also needs to be deported for uh, you know being a criminal and all that stuff since he's a Polish citizen. Either but deported that's a whole or other story. Dude, he's another big fat fatty. We need to get Jim Campbell in there. Absolutely. Um, um, had a guest spot on whatever episode that was. What did he call those? Uh, those uh, those uh, tights he was wearing, like big mamas or something. Big mamas, I think it was back before they had like Under Armour and stuff, and they had to go. The kickers had to go out and buy like Pantyhose. big old granny. Uh, 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 oh, 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 Jim Campbell that we had on the show. Gosh, man, I am slow today. <laughs> exactly, dude. Big old granny. Uh, uh, uh. Josh is sitting oh. there like this whole like last thirty seconds going, Who the heck is Jim Campbell? Like, <laughs> I was like, Who is Jim Campbell? And then I thought, Is he Jason Campbell's brother? He's no. like Googling it and stuff. <laughs> Not Brian, Byron Westbrook. Uh, oh, who was that other guy? The, uh, the, the, Jim the, the Campbell is the uh he's the random Viking of the week. <laughs> this week's well, the random Viking of the week was the uh, was the bike the Viking fan who was in the front row of the the New England game last night. What's that all about? Did you see him? He's in the front row of the end zone, and and uh, Randy Moss went over and like shook his hand or something. Since of course oh, yeah? he played for the Vikings back in the day, huh? <laughs> and I was just like, I mean, he looked like one of those super fan kind of guys. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they weren't playing the Vikings. So anyway, besides the kicking game, the uh, yeah, extra Redskins cool. running game. I I was saying this when the um, Browns beat the uh, Giants. I was like, "Look, dudes." I'm sorry. Earlier, I misspoke and said the Browns beat the uh, Cowboys last week. I meant the Giants. Right. I meant Arizona yeah. beat the Cowboys. Anyway, so you guys don't have to send in your corrections. Um, <laughs> Too late, dude. We've already got like two meals at a pop. <laughs> the uh, they're like you dumbass. So what was I saying? <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I said, when the uh, Giants were playing the Browns, I was like, why did they stop running? They could have won if they just kept running the ball and they started passing all over the place. And we basically just kept running. And by the third quarter, their fat, fatty uh, nose tackle was like, you know. Too tired. Who's listed anywhere from three forty to four hundred. Yeah, he was. He was. He was beat, man. And boy, dude, I lift myself like that too. And he's totally got busted at the end of the first half, trying to like lay down on a player so people couldn't uh, line up and run the next play. He was laying down dude, on I Jason Campbell. Though, no, dude. I told Amy I thought he just couldn't get up that quick. <laughs> he got a delay. They threw that flag twice or flat fast because the offensive line was like lining up around him. I know. Jason Dude, Campbell like, was like, like way around him. Get off me. They were like, oh, me. no. The Golden Corral poster boy's on the ground. Let's go ahead and throw the flag. He's not getting up anytime soon. I got, yeah, exactly. The, jump, the referees didn't waste time on that one. He had his stank all over Jason Campbell, man. <laughs> Good thing he had a helmet on for some separation. Yeah, not a lie. Uh, but anyway, dude, you're going back to uh, talking about Portis and oh, running yeah. the ball. Um, MVP. 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 You can't deny it, man. Dude, Clinton Portis. He's leading the NFL. He's like a beast. You he looks like though? a different runner than he did last year. He, he yeah. does. 
does, but I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say this for the second or third week in a row here. I still want to see him go the extra mile. I don't think he's. I don't think he's up to his full potential. I don't think he's quite as fast as he used to be, but he's a hell of a lot more patient. He's well, a lot more yeah, powerful. Yeah, patience, too. definitely. Patience, more powerful. Power. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's a given, dudes. But but what I'm talking about is when he runs to the outside. I don't want to see him just give up on the end of a play. Not that he's given up, but I mean running out of bounds. I want to see him fight for those extra inside yards. I want to see him be able to do a juke and turn it upfield the other way. You know, I want fumble to, I, at twenty-two. Yeah, dude, I know exactly. what play you're talking about. I saw that. Yeah, I know exactly what then, play you're talking and about. And then yeah. I was like, he could have done that, but then there were three dudes closing in on him. Right and there. I think he was getting a little tired because I mean, twenty-seven rushes. Yeah, and they were relying heavily. On the run, as Aaron and, and said. Trust me, I, I am not belittling uh, his efforts and everything that he has done. I mean, he has, he is obviously kicking some butt, but VP. I, I want to see him take it more. I know he's got it in him. I know he can do even more, and and I want to see it be a undisputed, you know, hands down, Clinton Portis back of the year MVP kind of thing. Josh is Josh is is throwing the hammer down. He's like, "This is good, but I want more." <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. But, you know. Yeah, he's definitely- Josh is like Josh is like the mean coach in the movie. You know, he's just like pushing the kids and pushing them more. Not like the mean coach, but the one that seems mean. And then by like game eight or nine, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> they get it, and then they're like, "Coach, thanks. I thought all that time you were just being mean to me." <laughs> and he smiles and like you know he smiles and like and he like ruffles the kid's hair on top of the head you know and says hit the showers kid I mean like <laughs> Rudy can have my jersey he can have my jersey coach he can have my coach <laughs> and you got that dude from uh, what was it the dude from uh, Major League the Chris Go Bardall Van Seal. <laughs> that guy is like the coach in Rudy. He's like, yeah. He can have my jersey. He can have my number. Rudy, Rudy. Anyway, uh, Portis isn't quite Rudy, but he is a legitimate MVP candidate. And at the very least, he should be voted into the Pro Bowl, which you should go and do right now because the voting has opened. And as, and, and as a matter of fact, if you go to our website, harryhogfootball.com, you'll see a, uh, a link over there on the right-hand side of the page. It says, vote Redskins <laughs> ticket. You'll see uh, Sonny and Sam sitting there, and uh, feel free to click on that, and it'll take you right through. There are a couple yes, of people, though, that I would not recommend on the Redskins making the Pro Bowl, and they would be Sean Sabisham, um Derek. Oh, wait, he's not there anymore. <laughs> Um. Anyway, uh, I think I think uh, yeah, folks, go out there and vote early, vote often, as they say. Um, especially Portis, Moss, Fletcher, who has never been to a Pro Bowl, believe it or not. Are you kidding? Wow, I'm not kidding. He's never been. He's never. He's never made Chris, made the Pro Bowl. Chris Horton. Chris Horton. Horton. In his, in his rookie season, is given a Pro Bowl. Uh, a Pro Bowl. You know. What's the word am I trying to say? Performance. Performance. He's given a Pro Bowl performance. Dude, but what about London Fletcher, especially in this game on the goal line? Oh, my. Oh, oh ridiculous. I mean, the defense, the entire defense. And and you know what, Aaron? Let's let's go ahead and go into the games right now because I, I want to I wanna go ahead and give mine if you don't mind. Go for it. 
Oh, hold on. It's my cue again. The company and Emperor Lusa Game Ball Award. All right, dudes. Game Ball Award. I'm giving mine to the entire freaking defense. Because they held this team that lit up the Giants last week basically to three points until the very end of the game when Portis had that unfortunate fumble. You know, can't really fault him on what was going on with that play. And and they had 22 yards to protect the end zone after they had just gone, what, like four plays, five plays in a row um, within four. the four-yard line, keeping, keeping them out? No, it was four plays within the one-yard line. Yeah. Well, no, because they knocked them back. They knocked them back, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but then they, they actually went those four plays, and then they still got first and goal on the one again and held them three straight times, and they didn't yeah. get in until fourth down. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. You could not ask any more of the defense. I mean, the Redskins punted, like, what, eight times? Mm-hmm. Eight punts? How, how much more? And so did Cleveland. They punted eight times as well. How much more can you ask of the defense? They, oh, my goodness gracious me. And John, you have to admit that you were pretty concerned, especially when Springs wasn't in there. I was very, I was more concerned about this game than I was about the last game. I thought this game was where they were really going to step up, and the defense did. Um, the offense was out of sync. Jason Campbell tweaking his groin, I think, especially made a big difference. And the untimely penalties, which they never replayed on CBS, so you can never see if Sellers really held, or uh, <laughs> or the you know anything like that. Their 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 replays left a lot to be desired. But let me finish on here. Real quick, the defense, five passes tipped. Mm-hmm. Five, including Demetric Evans, who has been called out this week on Redskins.com for being a guy who tips a, a – basically saying what I've been saying since last season, that Demetric Evans tips one ball a game, every single game. Jason Taylor had a yep. big one down by Jason the other Taylor had, had a huge tip. Um, yep. Who else was I thinking of? I think Carlos Rogers had three passes defended, came up huge. Um, Andre Carter had a huge sack. Yes. Sick. Beastly. <laughs> <Dude>. Beastly sack. <laughs> let's, just say, let's just say let's just say this. We oh man, games. on the third down. It was great. We, we love games that have really big tips and huge beastly sacks. Sick. Uh, uh speak, speak for yourself, dude. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my game ball goes to the entire defense. Huge, huge game. Whoops. Hey, what was that? <laughs> We're not there yet, dude. Seriously. Dude, the board's going haywire. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I think I got it under control. <laughs> oh my goodness. Seriously. Uh, We're having technical difficulties. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Sorry about that. Well, uh, you know, I'll go ahead with my game ball. And I'll go ahead with my game ball because this person is starting to sway me. Um, and you probably already know who it is. but uh, He's giving you a little bit of groove in your hips there? Uh, Swaying you a little bit? I don't like Patrick Swayze. Carlos Rogers? <laughs> Who'd you say, Aaron? Carlos Rogers. What'd you say? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Dude, Carlos Rogers had a huge game. Defending, getting his hands in there nice and clean. I mean, dudes. He had a big, huge just, hit, dude, that I heard all the way here in outer metro Louisville area. Dude, I was wondering <laughs> if that guy was actually going to get up. 
And that I was mean, the dude that was like cutting on the Redskins for not um, drafting him. And he had like this article in the paper where he was like, man, I'm going to make the Redskins pay for not drafting me. Was it, it was either Roll? Was it the, uh, the, uh, the one that guy. played for the, the Cardinals? Or it was uh, Pac-Man? Because those were the other two guys, I believe, that were drafted like in a row. And Carlos was the last one left. But anyway, Carlos Rogers, man, he, he's actually, you know, I want to see if he's going to be consistent. I, I'm not ready to call it yet and say, all right, Carlos Rogers, you know, we like you. Uh, we've given him so many <laughs> kicks. Dude, we've given him so many kicks. Dude, we have the infamous picture of me with the with the scissors. Cut. He's ready to cut him. Seriously. Carlos Rogers, I mean, you know, we drafted him. We expected big things out of him. He was hurt. He never played. He hurt his toenail, his hangnail, you know, ingrown butt hair, whatever it was. But but now <laughs> he seems to be stepping up and, and doing some things that we expected him to do. Uh, you know, when everybody when we brought him in. So let's keep the fingers crossed that he'll keep doing his thing. But my game ball gives Carlos Rogers this week. Word. Um. Word. I was going to give my game ball to Carlos Rogers, but <laughs> I noticed another dude that we were cutting on a lot, and I'm pretty sure he didn't have his penalty this week. Dude, you're right. And that was Casey Raybach, who had, <laughs> did not have any penalties and didn't cost yeah, the Redskins. You can't anything. give a guy a game ball for not having penalties. Dude, you can <laughs> give him a game ball for having to face off that huge fat fatty for the whole game, though. And not having <laughs> any false starts facing that fat fatty. Dude, and I mean, and, and a lot of times he was going solo. Like, they weren't giving him help on a lot of plays. I mean, he had to be nervous. And, dude, if you had a 400-pound defensive lineman at you in every single play of a game after you hiked the ball and he had zero yeah, dude, penalties. He's got to be, like, twice as fast as that big fat fatty. Did he give up any – he gave up – did he give up some sacks? I think he gave up a sack. Anyway, I'm still giving him my game ball for not having any like um, mistakes. Because I might have to let that one. I might have to let that one warm up to me, dude. He shouldn't have mistakes anyway because you know he gets paid millions of dollars. That's his job, not to not to make those mistakes. That's why he's a starter. Same with Carlos Rogers. By the way, who's Casey Raybox backup? Dude, the red snapper. I think. Uh, hmm. It's a good question. Let me check the. Uh... Let me yes, check the uh, depth chart here real quick. Who's the red snapper's backup? It was that uh, dude that we Brian cut. Brian Mitchell. It was that dude that we cut. I think it's Todd Yoder. Todd Yoder. The, the backup at center is actually, a, uh, officially, is Justin Geisinger, who I didn't even realize was still on the team. I didn't know that. He, and I'm not sure he is if you're getting that information from Redskins.com. <laughs> Are you talking about Justin Tryon? He's still on the <laughs> Dude, we didn't even have to hear Justin Tryon's name, so thank goodness. Mm-hmm. I was really worried about that. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah, I was originally going to give my uh, game ball to um, Carlos Rogers, but I thought that uh, Raybox, since he didn't have a penalty... He didn't have penalties, and he did have to face, I believe, the guy who might be the largest man in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. and, and for the record, according to Redskins.com, Ethan Albright has no backup. So I think my answer of of a uh, of a uh, old number thirty is is spot on. So, 
All right, dudes. So continuing on, if you guys are ready, it's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. Who's up? Who wants to go first? Uh, Josh, you'll go first. No, I don't want to go first. (laughs) Oh, I'll go ahead and go then. Let me see. My kick in the balls. Man, my kick in the balls goes to... My kick in the balls goes to Sean Sweezum. Sean Sweezum? Sean Sweezum, why? Because he missed that short field goal. He missed that Chip Miller. And he's not good enough to be lined up for a 53-yarder. They don't have enough confidence in him to kick a 53-yard field goal. On the first possession of the game, it wasn't like they were worried about him not making it at the end, at the beginning, when there's three quarters and, like, another 12 minutes left in the first quarter. They didn't have enough confidence with all that time to make up for any mistakes of a bad field position to try him out there to kick that ball. Mm-hmm. So uh, my kick goes to Sean Sweezum. And uh, I've been saying it every week. Where's the competition? Um, okay. You've been saying it. John, saying Josh, it. you want me to go or are you going? Uh, go ahead. All right. This week, my kick in the balls award is going to no other than... Zorn. Zorn. And the reason Dude. I'm giving it to Zorn is because... Dudes... At the end of the games that we have uh, won up until now, it gets down to trying to run out the clock, and so did this one. And instead of going for the win like he did in those other games by getting a first down, he ran for it on that third down. It was the perfect, perfect time for play action since Clinton Portis has been pounding it the whole game, and they knew he was going to do it then. At that point, the whole game was not even about the clock anymore. They had over two minutes left and a timeout. So if we didn't get the first down, whether we passed on that down or ran on that down, it didn't matter. They were still going to have enough time to go down and try to kick the field goal. Therefore, I'm giving him my kick in the balls award for, I guess he left him in Philadelphia, man. <laughs> he needs to wow, call that hotel harsh. up. He needs to call that hotel up or where, or the locker room and see, did you see any big clanky balls hanging around? Because <laughs> he obviously didn't bring them back to Washington. I did hear the Azorn press conference on Monday afternoon, and he said that the reason he went for a run is because he figured they were expecting a pass because that's what he's been doing every week. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. He said he thought they were ready for a pass, so he thought he'd run it and catch them off guard. Hmm. Kind of some reverse <laughs> psychology there. It's like that scene in The Princess Bride where – like he has the poison in the juice, and he's like, "Well, you think that I changed it, but knowing that you changed, you remember that whole thing? Inconceivable." Oh, yeah. yeah, that's kind of what it was. But well, it didn't pay off, Zorn. All right, dudes. Well, I I almost did the same thing, Aaron, and uh, actually for the same reasons. But since you did that, uh, here's my backup. We call it petty, but <laughs> my kicking the balls award goes to the guy that hasn't thrown any interceptions this year for the Redskins. Jason Campbell. I think there's like 53 guys that haven't thrown any interceptions this year. The guy, the quarterback. Oh, okay. Why, dude? What did he do? What did he do? Interesting. 
I told you it was going to be petty, and here's why. And it's and it's and and dudes, don't get me wrong. I'm liking Jason Campbell. I think he's doing a great job, and he's really growing into coming into his own. It's for this one little thing, and maybe it's a Campbell and Zorn combination um, that this kick in the the sack goes to here. Um, and that's because apparently at some point during the game, I'm sure you all saw this. Uh, Headset communications were lost to the quarterback between Jim Zorn and Jason Jason Campbell. Yeah. And he was sitting there going, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I can't hear the play. 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 Yeah, but they'd already taken a timeout, so. No, they didn't until until that was happening. No, they had already taken it, dude. Okay, well, it doesn't matter. (laughs) What what matters is. They take that, it that to no, this has nothing to do with the timeout. This has nothing to do with the timeout. Oh, what okay. this has to do with is if they've got – if that happens, I think they need to have a plan in place to be able to signal in a play or Jason Campbell needs to be able to, you know, come up with a list. It's either going to be A, B, C, or D. I'm going to choose one of these plays. I'll be safe in this situation. Because how many years did this league play without that kind of communication between the, the coach and the, uh, and the quarterback? i got to say – on that note, Josh, that uh, I'm kind of surprised that they weren't ready for that. But I, I guarantee you that next time that situation comes up, they will be. Well, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up. And like I said, it, it's it's a little petty, and it has really nothing to do with Jason Campbell as a player. Um, but I think it's more of a combination for planning between the coach and the quarterback. They need to be able to deal with that situation if it happens again, because technology crafts out, as you see every week on Harry Hog Football. <laughs> so, you know, there's my kick. Love it or hate it. It's harsh. Um, I can't let this go Thanks, without coach. mentioning, though. <laughs> even though I can't give him my... Thanks for being uh, hard on me, coach. Dude, dudes, even though I can't give him my kick in the balls award because he had 175 yards rushing, but Clinton Portis did fumble at a critical juncture in the game. That was like last year. Redskins right there, giving the ball up late in the game. Yeah, dude. I was like, what is that? Oof, that was harsh. And I really wanted to see out, it. But still. I was talking to Aaron on the phone. I was like, that guy didn't have possession before he went out of bounds. He didn't. And Aaron was like, yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And he did. Chris, I really didn't want him to. And Chris Cooley also fumbled and ran the wrong route once. I can't let that go without unnoticed either. I thought you were going to say he ran the wrong way. He did on that route where he was supposed to turn in and he did, turned out and then the ball dropped harmlessly to the ground. And then another one, he fumbled out of bounds. He's just a little off. He, I need more. Married him. life, dude. It's the married life. I know. Chris T. Cooley is wearing oh, him psh. down. Cracking the whip, wearing him down. Seriously, dude. Dude, what is going on? Dude, every time I try to hit the whip noise, it plays where they <laughs> You obviously assign that to that W whip where. Oh, yeah, Did you do this problem. once before? That's the problem. Yes. I've got them both assigned to W. No, wait, you, I, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I said you did this once before, but I know. I know. You just didn't go back and fix it. It's the same problem. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to go fix that next week. See what I tell you? Technology crapping out. I told you. <laughs> That was user error, though. It wasn't the technology. Oh, man. Hey, guys, another note on the game. We did see Sean Alexander wearing number 37, which apparently Reed Dowdy gave up to him. 
Um, well, dude, I mean, he's not using He was he was like MVP of the NFL three years exactly. ago. Exactly. Exactly. Reason out, he's a classy guy, and I'm sure. And he was on the sideline there. I saw him cheerleading on the sideline. What um, was he wearing? Um, uh, this this really tight bustier that was showing off his C cups. And uh, <laughs> also, uh, he, was, he was he was you know he was wearing like your your typical uh, the free this year's gear in Redskins land, you know, like they like all the other teams have. But he was, you know, he was out there cheering for the team and everything. And and then I, when I saw Stephen Alex, or Stephen Sean Alexander running, um, I was like, was he wearing number thirty-seven? Dude, this is. And a- he was. So apparently, he gave up the number. And I bet there wasn't any of that stupid. Uh, oh, dude, I'm giving you the number. Like, well, what's the face that went to uh, New Orleans when he gave a twenty-six, or he gave a twenty-six to Clint Portis? Was that it? He gave a twenty-six to Clint Portis, and then he uh, got cut or traded tr- cut to New Orleans. I can't even remember his name. He was like, Clint Porter owes me like $25,000 for giving up that number. And Porter was like, you got cut from the team. I don't owe you any money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, I have a feeling Dowdy was just like, let me see. I'm Reed Dowdy, and we all love Reed Dowdy, but I'm sure he himself was like, I'm Reed Dowdy, and you're a former MVP. So, Either that or Sean Alexander is, you know, probably won't be there next year when he needs his number back. Yeah, that might be the truth. That that's a really good point. But he did have a run for eight yards, and I think he had one for a loss of one. Or he, he had a total of eight yards. He ran for eight one and negative one. Okay. So anyway, on three carries, eight yards. That's an average of two point something. That would be actually an average of a of a two point seven. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> Which is a little bit short of Clint Porter's at six point five. Is he up to six point five? He had six point five in that game. I don't know what he is total. I don't know what his total stats are, but yeah, six point five in that game. Actually, I can look that up in just a second. Unbelievable. Here. Anyway, six point five. And for the up? season, for the season, he's averaging five yards a carry. So that's dude. That's a first down every three, man. <laughs> first down every two, man. It's a first down every two, depending on if, uh, you know where the chains if, if the chains are exact. Dude, keep running them. We'll never have a third down. And dudes, while you talk about that, keep running him. You know, people are talking about this isn't really West Coast offense, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's changing it around. It's like, well, you know what it looks like? It looks like he's using the personnel that he has that are extremely talented. And uh, this is the NFC East. If you can't run the ball in December, you're screwed. Exactly. So I think Zorn is thinking ahead because, you know, you got to be able to run the ball in December and January. John, did you just you get to. did you just get excited or something? Because you got really loud and started clipping the mic. He did, dude. Didn't, yeah. didn't you hear him get really excited? All those noises and stuff. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> if, you <can't> run, <laughs> if you can't run in December, you run the ball in December. Anyway, hot, hot chocolate. Um, all right, has everyone given their kicks then? What, yes. about, what about the injury report? Let's keep this thing moving. Dude, before we go into that, it's probably a good time for the commercial this week. Uh, we can take a break and John can get a refill. Uh, so sweet. Thanks. Are you sure? Yep. Okay. Okay, uh, we'll be right back after a word from this week's sponsor. How many times have you told the story about the big one that got away? Well, guess what? Not anymore. At Joe Bob's Bait and Tackle Shop, we make sure you're outfitted with the most professional equipment on the market at just the right price to make sure that that doesn't happen to you. Come on in this 
this week to Joe Bob's Bait and Tackle Shop. We've got fresh Australian night crawlers. One dozen for only a $3.99. Boy, you can't beat that with a stick. Let me tell you, we're just a shake of a coon's tail down the road from just about everywhere in the greater Washington, D.C. and Virginia and Maryland area, Delmarva Peninsula. Joe Bob's Bait and Tackle is your hometown bait and tackle shop. And we're ready every day of the week to serve Redskins fans who come through the door. Come on in today. Joe Bob's Bait and Tackle Shop. Don't let the big one get away. You'll be glad you did. Joe Bob's Bait and Tackle Shop is a proud sponsor of Hearing Hog Football and a proud member of the Washington Redskins Bait and Tackle Network. All right. Thank you, Bob's, for being this week's sponsor, new sponsor on Harry Hog Football. Um, All right, go get your night crawlers. So anyway, now that we're back, uh, let's go into the injury report, John. All right. Well, there's not too much going on with the injury report right now, as we all know. The injury report, the official one, comes out on Wednesday. But the news and notes coming out of Redskins Park so far, um, Stefan Heyer is pretty good. He's been coming back from that shoulder injury. They're saying he's probably going to be listed as probable tomorrow. But uh, he has lost his starting job to John Jansen officially. He has? According to Redskins.com, John Jansen has earned the job back. Is he probably probable? He is uh, probably probable, as a matter of fact. He's probably going to be the backup. Um, someone, dude, someone was telling me today that Clinton Portis has five injuries. Is right this now true? he has five injuries? Have you heard anything about this? I haven't heard anything about that. I know his hip is bothering him. Something um, in his shoulder? Maybe shoulder that he hurt last year? I don't know. Perhaps. Anyway, I'll have to look into that. I can't substantiate the report. Yeah, we'll have to uh, see some more tomorrow. I'll put a post up on the website. Um, Fred Smoot is is uh, kind of tiptoeing around with the groin injury he had from last week, but um, it looks like he's going to be all right for this week's game because um, he's a pretty gutsy guy. He's played through some pretty, uh, pretty big uh, – Injuries, including that uh, sternum, that broken sternum that he had back in 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about Prentice Springs? Uh, uh, J- Jason Campbell, what about his, uh, his groinage? They're saying it's just a tweak. He's not even expected to miss any time, although Zorn was saying in the press conference a lot of people are going to get rested on Wednesday. Um, including um, Portis. Probably Portis, and that's probably going to be a, an ongoing for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um Springs is out officially, indefinitely. Well, I, guess, I don't know if that's official or not, but indefinitely is the word. They said he's definitely missing this weekend and possibly the Steelers Monday night game after that. Are you serious? We need him yeah. for that. Yeah, What's wrong with him? He's always hurt. Dude, why don't they just put yeah, him yeah, on no, but, but like, He's always hurt. Actual, what's the actual injury right now? The injury um, sure. I believe it's a uh, calf. Okay. Calf du jour. What about the calf? Du jour. Is it sprained? Is it torn? It's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know, a tightness in his calf. Now, so, I gotta say, nice. you know, I certainly miss him when he's not playing, but I think the D is stepping up. We can, we can handle it. I don't know about that Steelers game is gonna be rough. We Steelers might be able game to get is gonna be rough. We can't overlook this game like they did the um, Rams either. 
So anyway, all right, that's that's a little disappointing, and I'm kind of getting tired of Springs' injuries. I know it's not really his fault, but... It's not his fault, but yeah, I've been bitching about that for a while. I mean, he's always hurt. He's never played a full season. He never did in Seattle. He never did... That, that was the knock when the Redskins picked him up when they let Champ Bailey go there. Like, we got Sean Springs, and I was like, Sean Springs is always hurt. Mm-hmm. Dude, always. Two, two, two things. A... How many more years do you think Sean Springs has got? And B, because you mentioned Champ Bailey, did you guys see that Denver game? Champ Bailey was awesome. He was awesome until he got hurt. And his brother Boss got hurt too. I saw him knock down one pass, and then that was it. I went to bed after that. Yeah. So other news, um, it didn't sound so far that there were any new significant injuries on the Redskins. But, you know, a lot of bumps and bruises and tweaks because we're, like, what, seven games in now. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are going to be a little bit battered, guys on the O-line. Cornelius Griffin, I think it's his shoulder. Um, They said that that was the most significant injury coming out, that Griffin is playing through a lot of pain. Hmm. Um, And he has been for some time. He's really been gutting it out. Okay, hopefully he'll get better. You guys didn't answer my question, though. How many more seasons do you think uh, Sean Springs has got? But the Redskins are total. I, <laughs> I have no idea because um, he's only played half season, so maybe he can go longer than most people. Yeah, maybe he'll have a longer career since he's, 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 no, he's pacing himself. Yeah, and like Aaron said, it's, it's aggravating with him, and maybe he really can't play through the pain. Maybe the injuries are that bad, but when you see Smoot stepping up as much as he does, it's very frustrating. I have to mention that, dude. I also wanted to mention that Lee Torrance played a lot this week, and I never really heard his name. I think I heard his name once on special teams. I know, but he must not have been getting burnt. He must not. My point is that he must not have been getting burnt too bad, or else we would have been like Lee Torrance. Lee Torrance, come on! Yeah, we didn't have to say that anyway. And you know, Devin Thomas didn't. uh, catch a pass but he made one really important tackle on one of those it was one of those punt returns oh yeah dude oh i got something else to go with my zorn kick in the balls award what was that play where um davis what's his first name fred davis looked like he was running a reverse like a big tight end running like a reverse a big, yeah what like was they were that? trying to really get davis involved in that game and what? they didn't seem to have him on in many good plays i think there was a, a kind of an off pass that they had him on that, and it almost looked like he was stepping back to pass because of the way he was drifting backwards. That was the oddest thing I've ever seen. I was like, what was that call? But anyway. Yeah, that was bizarre. Anyway, um, all right, so that's the end of the injury report. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> all right. Hey, we need that Carly Simon song on here every week. for the I think we're going to have to do that for the injury report. I like that. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. All right, you guys ready? It's time for the NFC East Report with John Adams. All right, uh, we're going to make this short. That was fancy, dude. That was so fancy. Oh, my dude, God. Dude, thanks for putting all that uh, that, that post-production time into a, into a fancy intro for that section. That was nice. Thanks for going the extra mile and giving it the extra effort. Let, let me add a little bit to it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, at least hit the W button a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, come on. Give me some of that. <laughs> uh, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. We're going to make it really quick, short, and sweet. Right now, the Giants lead the division 5-1. and one. 
Uh, Redskins are, of course, 5-2 and two right behind the Giants. The Cowboys dropped to 4-3, and three, and the Eagles had a bye, and they're still at 3-3. Three and three. Going into this weekend, Atlanta is visiting Philadelphia. They host Atlanta 1 o'clock. Um, that game will be on opposite the Redskins, so no one will hopefully have to see that. Redskins, of course, are um, being hosted by Detroit, possibly the worst team in football. Let's not overlook that one. The Giants are going to Pittsburgh for the uh, marquee 415 matchup. And uh, where's the Dallas game? Who are they playing? Dallas is at home against Tampa Bay. Tampa's going to wipe them. Tampa may, if Tampa keeps up, keeps it up, they may just uh, beat the living snot out of Dallas at home. And that would be awesome. And that would conclude the NFC East report brought to you by John Adams. We need to get a sponsor for that. Maybe we can pick up like Eastern Motors or somebody. At Eastern Motors. (laughs) I thought you said Yeast and Motors. (laughs) (laughs) Yeast and Motors. Uh, Anyway, okay. So moving on, uh, the next game at Detroit. John mentioned that they may possibly be the worst team in football. I looked at the stats today, and I think they rank rank dead last in defense, and I believe twenty seventh in overall offense. Dude, seriously though, we can't we can't just say that. You know, we need to go in and play like we're playing the the best team ever. Absolutely. Know? I mean the Giant. I mean the Cowboys traded a one and three and a six for their second best receiver. I mean, what did Calvin mm-hmm. Johnson do in that last game? He had, I think, two catches for like a hundred and something yards. Yeah, I'm worried yep. about him, dude. I'm worried yeah, about him, especially without Sean Springs. Calvin Johnson is big time. Yeah, he went for uh, uh, 154 yards. One of them was a 97 yards a catch, dude. One of them was a 96 yard touchdown catch. Yeah, I mean, he's big time. He but, really is. Yeah, so we need to I'm watch really- out for him. But um, other than that, um, I don't know who else. Uh, I'm hoping to see Orlovsky, who is apparently the quarterback in Detroit, or whose guy is dead. Who's you know, that guy, whoever the hell Orlovsky is, their quarterback, since Kitna, they put him on injured reserve. Who's um, the I'm running hoping back? to see him get sacked early and often. Who's the running back? The running back is uh, Kevin Smith. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, and they have um, Rudy Johnson. Hopefully the, Redskins, hopefully the Redskins will not overlook Detroit. And... Go out I'm hoping that this is going to be the blowout that we've been waiting for. Yeah, by the Redskins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I hope this is the blowout by the Redskins that we've all been waiting for. Not a really replay dude, of the dude. Patriots game last year. No. Hey, dude, let me, let me just bring this up. Was anybody else hoping that they might have been able to see a little smearing of Brady Quinn this past week? Um, I was afraid Brady Quinn was going to go in at one point because I don't think the Redskins were really prepared for him. But on the other hand, I was like, he hasn't played yet, so maybe he was going to suck. So I, I, I was kind of torn on that because there was a point where I think Anderson was getting up a little gingerly, and I was like, I wonder if they'll put Brady Quinn in. That's what I kept wondering. I was like, oh, are we going to see some Brady Quinn? But, I mean, Eric Anderson was so bad, I, I, I really didn't want to see him go out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I just wanted to bring that up. Okay. Brady Quinn will get his, his time this year, I guarantee it. He can actually show everyone that even though his college team didn't play anybody or beat anybody, I should say, we'll uh, see if he's ready for the pros. So, no, what, I'm done. The Detroit that, game. That commercial that he's in for that stuff, mm-hmm. that uh, that uh, 
myoplex or whatever it is at the end. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> so the Detroit game is at one o'clock. John said, "Don't miss it." And um, Fox. that's about all I have to say about the Detroit game. I don't really know anything else to say about their team. Yeah, you know, I think we'll talk about it after the game. Yeah, so hopefully the Redskins will go in and be pumped and win that game. And win big. Yeah, and at least win. Uh, you know, yeah. what I really want to do, what would be fantastic, would be for the Redskins to go in and, and open up a three or four touchdown lead and then just put it away really well in the third quarter so our, our starters can rest for the last quarter. Yeah, like Clinton Portis. Like Clinton Portis, maybe some of the linemen, Cornelius Griffin, could really use a rest, especially going against Pittsburgh in a week. Yeah. yeah dudes, dudes, I got something else to say about the Detroit game. I am, uh, I'm gonna be out in Las Vegas this weekend and, uh, be watching the game out there. So, if, if there's any listeners out there in Vegas, I know, uh, it's been a while since we've heard from our pals out there that, that used to listen in. Nah, dude, HT sent us an email this week. I forwarded it to you guys. Oh, yeah? Oh, did he? Yeah, he wrote a long Sweet. article for his local newspaper out there. Oh, awesome, dude. So, well, make, dude, HT seriously, might want to watch the game. the game out there if, if we can meet, uh, I'm out there actually for uh, for business, but uh, if we can meet up on on Sunday and check the game, I've got the time free. So, uh, so HT, if you're interested, dude, send us an email and hang out and watch the game with Josh this coming week. I guess that'll be what the game will come on at 10 a.m. I think. Oh yeah, so. Josh, it's don't forget, time. dude, don't forget and like go down to the casino at like 1 p.m. and be like, I'm ready for the game, and it's like the fourth <laughs> quarter. Dude, don't forget <laughs> to wind your watch. <laughs> Give our what? love to the princesses. <laughs> Who? Anyway, dudes. You'll if, see. If anybody else, uh, anybody that lives out that way or anybody that's going to be in Vegas and wants to check up and uh, watch the Redskins games together uh, this this weekend, just shoot me an email and uh, tell me how to get up with you and we'll uh, and I'll do it. And Josh, if you're staying at the win, make sure the room they put you in is empty before you get there. Okay. Yeah. All right, dudes. Um. You guys know what it's time for. That's right. Uh, it's time for Tom's Trivia. Brought to you by none other than our own Tom. Dude, that was fancy, too. I know, dude. Hey, guys. It's Tom calling another episode of Tom's Trivia. Uh, thrilled with the victory over Cleveland. I know it didn't look very pretty. But that defense is outstanding. Kept us in the game completely. And uh, the offense, you know, we still have a top ten offense. I think the number uh, seven overall. We were turning out the yards. We're just somehow not converting into points. It would help if our kicker didn't try and chip a 35-yarder. But I think that's all going to work itself out. We we were fine against Dallas and Philly, and we'll do the same against uh, the good teams coming up. I think we'll have a little, a little more uh, momentum as we play the better teams. I think we kind of play down to the opponent's level a little bit on offense. But that running game is still elite. Love watching Portis run like that. Anyway, all right, well, here's uh, to remind you guys the trivia question from last week. It was very simple. It was, what three current Redskins have a Super Bowl ring? Unfortunately, it's only three. And uh, like I said last week, I was hoping to be 53 this time next year. But right now there's only three. Who are they? And the answers are, number one, Antoine Randall Got one with the Steelers a few years ago, I think 2005. Yeah, 2004, 2005 season. Uh, number two is London Fletcher, 
who got one with the Rams back in whatever that was, 99, uh, when they beat the Titans. And finally, Todd Yoder, who got one with the uh, the Buccaneers, uh, I guess in January of 03, against the Raiders. Um, a couple of you thought Casey Robach got one because he came from the Ravens, but unfortunately he came to the Ravens after they won, so he did not qualify. All right, well, there was a lot of you sending the right answers. Uh, good for you, all of you. But um, the winner is uh, Simon from Wales. Yes, the country Wales, far, far away, right next to England, part of the United Kingdom. Uh, I've been there many times. It's a great country. Simon, congratulations. And uh, stay tuned for next week's question, which is coming up right now. Uh, and the question is, um, <clears throat> sorry, I've got a policeman standing in front of me. I'm about to call you back. Hey, guys, it's Tom. Uh, sorry for the interruption. That's actually kind of funny. Um, the cop overheard me talking about uh, Fletcher and Yoder and um, Randall Well, and he just <laughs> was extremely interested in what I was talking about. He's a big Redskins fan. And uh, really just I, I, he didn't really want me to stop talking on the phone, but, you know, when a cop stands in front of you and stares at you, uh, first thing you do is get off the phone. So sorry for the interruption. So stay tuned here for next week's, for this week's question. And it is about Joe Gibbs' tenure as Washington Redskins head coach. He, as you all know, took the team to four different Super Bowls, winning three of them. During those four seasons, the Redskins lost some games, not a lot. Um, but how many? No, sorry. They only lost one home game in those four seasons combined to a non-division team. As you all know, back then, the division was the Redskins, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, and Cardinals. But uh, unfortunately, we have not made the Super Bowl since the Cardinals have left. It's nice having the doormat two games a year. Um, but yes, during those four seasons combined, as far as I can tell, uh, the Redskins only lost one home game to a non-division opponent. Who was it? I like the year, the season, the score, the, the season, the score, the opponent. Um, with any clue, I was in eighth grade. Right, since you guys don't know how old I am, I don't think it's much of a clue, but it is. And I remember the next morning, my eighth grade teacher asked me a trivia question, uh, um, an extra credit question on some history quiz. And the question was, who scored first the night before? And I, I, I assumed she was looking for a team but I answered with a player, his college, his position, the type of score, and the time of the game, and I got double extra credit. Obviously, starting my Redskins trivia uh, career much much earlier than I'm officially putting on a podcast. All right, well, um, we're going to kill Detroit. doesn't matter. We're going to kill them. We're gonna run, Porter's going to run for 300 yards if we want, but hopefully we can use this week to have Jason Campbell pad some stats, get him up to 50, 300 yards, three touchdowns, we're going to light them up. It's going to be over at halftime. You heard it here first. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. All right. Thanks, Tom, for Tom's trivia. And right. congratulations really to Simon. Really quickly, i got to bring this up. I got, I've got i got a quick bone of contention to pick with Tom here. Where really? John, John, as you say, splitting hairs, which I think sounds kind of gross. Um, <laughs> my question is this. Tom said three current – he said – the three current Redskins that have, or how many current Redskins have Super Bowl ring? And the answer was three. 
and he named and those were named. Uh, he didn't say Redskins players. So if you look at it that way, coaching staff. I know Joe Bugle's got a Super Bowl ring or or three or three or three. Um, so there you go, Tom. I'm gonna leave that to you. Dang, or maybe Tom. you can give me the bonus and give me the win this week. Ooh. <laughs> Dang, Tom. He's calling you out. He's calling, calling you, out. you out on this one, Tom. Members of uh, football are not eligible to win prizes. <laughs> or it doesn't families. matter. It's the principle of the matter. Anyway. All right, dude. Are you ready, Josh? you got like less than a minute for this. Dude, I'm ready. Let's bust it out. Bring it. All right. This week's Where Are You Now hails from Aaron's greater uh, area of Louisville, Kentucky. Georgia Kentuckiana. Kentuckiana. Played Kobe. for the Washington Redskins from 1981 to 1993. Georgia Kobe. <clears throat> he was an offensive lineman. Georgia None Kobe. other than, uh, well, let's say he did win three Super Bowl rings with the Redskins. Georgia Kobe. Anybody, any guesses? Uh, Joe Jacoby. <laughs> Joe Jacoby. There you go. Man, I'm uh, Did you not hear me yeah, saying yeah. that like over and over the whole time? What? Have you really? The whole time. What are you Peter, saying? Joe Jacoby. Joe Jacoby. Hold Joe on Jacobi. a second. Hold on. All right. What's Joe Jacoby doing, dude? Joe Jacoby these days. Well, basically after he, uh, you know, he retired after the, uh, 1992, uh, uh, Super Bowl year there. And, uh, he started his own car dealership. In Warrington, Virginia. Car dealership, uh, really? Are you serious? Is it a car dealership? What is, what is it with football players and car dealerships? Anyway, apparently, you know, he no longer owns a dealership in Warrington, so if you're looking for a car from Joe, you're not going to get one from him. Uh, instead, he's gone back to football. Actually, he's, uh, he's currently the assistant football coach at Shenandoah University in Winchester, Virginia. Oh, yeah, I heard really? that somewhere. That's cool. Yes. All right, way uh, to go, Joe. Going back to your passion. There you go. Joe Jacoby, that's where he is. Right. All right. All right, congratulations, Joe Jacoby, for being the skins. Where are they now? Person of the week. And we'll see you guys next week, hopefully after a win against Detroit. Um, until then, hail to the Redskins, as always. And give us a call. Give us some email, redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com or... Give us a ring-a-ding-ding and leave us a voice message at 206-203-1566. That's 206-203-1566. And as always, dudes, if you guys see a Cowboys fan, especially after they got spanked <laughs> by the Rams. Choke them! If they're gutsy enough to even wear Cowboys gear. Bye-bye. Peace. Yo, 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 what's up, yo? What's up? What's up? I only have one thing to say to you guys. What's up? Guess who we what's just happening? Guess who we just beat? Who'd we beat? Dude, that backfired. <laughs> Who did we beat? The Duty Brown? I was trying to play that part of Duty Brown. Song I, 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 think, I think we should stop and start again.
All right. All right. <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. But dude, but, dude, if you could save that part and stick it right at the end, <laughs> that'd be really, really funny. <laughs>